Oh my God, look at who we have back on the flip side where we talk everything upside down and inside out. We have Mr. Joey Gallant, your favorite law of assumption coach. He is back. He just couldn't stay away from the flip side. So we love to see it. Yeah, 100%. It's a pleasure and an honor to be back on. Um, that first one that we did together was just really, really nice. I actually went back to re-listen to it, and um, it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I'm like, I really enjoy I didn't realize how much I enjoy hearing myself talk. And, of course, hearing you talk as well. But, um, yeah, it was good. I liked it. No, that's, a, that's a, an awesome thing to hear back as feedback because – I don't know if this happened to you growing up, but I remember when I would hear my voice play back, I'd be like, that's what I sound like. Oh, oh, for sure. Oh, right? for sure. And yeah, 100% all the time. It still kind of happens. I'm yeah. sitting there like I'll read a video of mine. I'm like, did I really say it like that? Like, I don't remember saying it like that, you know, with that tone. But um, it's not a bad thing. No, Definitely but- not a bad thing. It's definitely just like funny because sometimes too, we can be saying things and then we don't remember what we even said. We're like, oh, I had something profound to say in that moment. Oh my God, I can't stand when that happens. And then it will just come to me like out of the blue and I'll interrupt myself and say it. It's like, (laughs) I don't want to lose it again. (laughs) I understand. I understand. All right. So while you are back, what is something that you have maybe learned that we didn't talk about before. I know it's hard to remember exactly all of the things that we talked about, but I want to hear what has happened over the last couple months. And if there are any new teachings or, or law of assumption things that you've come across that you didn't speak on before, like what's new with Joey Gallant? I've been uh, in my own personal life. I've been focusing very heavily on an improved self-concept over the last couple months. Um, specifically in the financial department, among other things, um, relationships with certain individuals in my life, my personal life. Um, I've been focusing really heavily on that. And um, over the last couple months as well, I've had a lot of great success stories come up with clients that I've been working with, um, more one-on-one, because I've been um, doing these monthly services with people and I've been having people renew it. So I've been seeing a lot of progress with these individuals i have a client that i'm helping right now restore his marriage and he's been seeing tremendous you know movement and experiencing tremendous results so um overall it's been good though um in terms of of something new that i've learned like law of assumption based um i i guess if this counts um the whole lucky girl syndrome that's going around um you know i've been seeing that everywhere on like tiktok and even on instagram and even on youtube and um, I say new because as far as I know, I haven't really experienced a trend like that in all my years of just studying manifestation and learning about this stuff. Um, so I guess that's kind of new. Um, but yeah, everything's been going good. I love to hear that. And that sounds so rewarding to be able to help somebody with their marriage. Like you're seeing real progress. Like, whoa, I am helping. How cool. (laughs) It's like real time stuff too. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. You know, um, like this person's had their ups and downs and whatnot, but it's really nice experiencing like firsthand the movement 
especially like when you're working so closely with these individuals one-on-one and um it's different than if someone were to book like a 30 minute call and we're just sitting down talking for 30 minutes it's a little different you know um but it's very rewarding and and very satisfactory altogether yeah i can only imagine especially too you you not only are building relationships as your job but you know you start to not necessarily get attached but you're like oh like you want to you know you care about the people and so it's really cool to see uh your entrance into whatever work you do be a positive for somebody else you know it's like whoa I didn't come into your life and then cause havoc like I caused some positivity to come out of that that's amazing Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely incredible. And, you know, on top of that, um, as I said earlier, I've been focusing really heavily on like a new self, that self-concept. So, um, you know, I've been having some things that I've been doing about the day um, that I've really been committing to, um, like a routine. I've even been got back into my exercising routine. So, um, you know, looking to make some positive changes in my life overall. Yeah, I love that. It, we always forget how positive exercise can be, you know, taking care of the temple. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's 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 so important, and uh, it's equally as important to be assuming the best when it comes to your health overall. I feel like personally within this community, it doesn't really get talked about enough. Um, so I've been focusing on that with my clients, giving them little tasks that they can do to focus on an improved self-concept with their health. Right. I think I think you're very, very right because we've talked about it before. A lot of the information that's out there, which is positive and wonderful, is really centered around specific people and relationships, which, you know, I think as humans, that's, that's what we deeply desire. And so it makes sense. Um, but sometimes we do get, I, I said this earlier today, it's like we get lost in the sauce and we forget, oh yeah, like, my health is also very important. My finances are very important. And I know for me, I'm definitely going through a time where I too am focusing more on the financial backing of my life. And, you know, that is something along with relationships and health that we have all of these preconceived, pre-self-concept work stuff to work through. Like I still find on a daily basis, I'm like, oh my God, like I've got a financial block there. Like what's going on? You know? So for anybody else who is dealing with the financial goal and finance self-concept work, what, where is a good place to start that you would recommend? Well, it's, it's kind of funny too, because I think you asked something similar, um, on the last episode, but I think involving, I think it might have been involving specific people or love or whatever. But the advice, nonetheless, is really the same. Whether it's involving finances or health, it's always in the same playing field, which is identifying specifically any potential limiting beliefs. Some mm-hmm. are going to be a little more challenging to identify at the first, you know, at uh, the start of it. Um, but do your best to identify at least what limiting beliefs are coming to the surface, number one. And number two, identify what your financial goals are, mm-hmm. um, like a specific money amount that you'd be want to be making, how you'd want to be feeling, et cetera. Like I'll tell you, one of my uh, money goals is I want to be making ten to 20000 a month. Yeah. And um, But sometimes on the sidelines, I do assume that 
I make 500 to a thousand time, um, thousand dollars a day. Um, but the money goal that I predominantly have in my awareness that I'd like to experience in life is I want to be making 250, two, 250,000 a year. That's, yeah. that's what anything on that, which I'm sure it will, um, it, you know, it was completely fine as well, but that's, that's the, that's the goal right there is uh 250,000 a year. Um, and that's just for myself. That's not even like whatever, you know, my wife makes on the side is that's fine too. But for me, me and me alone, I want to be making that much. I'm um, like, that's my goal amount, but I've also gotten clear about how I would want to feel as well. So that's the first step is to really define the goal, how you'd want to feel. If you want to dabble into like what your life would look like as well, you could do that as well. But, um, the end result of, of what it is that you like to experience, who you want to be in relation to it, I think is a really important first step. Okay. I love that because I've noticed one thing for me and I want to get your opinion or a good, you know, daily mantra almost for this situation financially, because I've picked up on it, but I've recognized I have an easy time making money at this point. Like I've gotten through the blocks of that, which that took a while. You know, for me, it was like, I didn't think I deserved money or like, oh, it's selfish to want money or, you know, those limiting beliefs work through those. Now I'm noticing that when I get the payments, like I'll manifest like a big car bill or like, you know, like something where that money that I manifested, I have to pay for something necessary. And so mm. it's like the whole keeping it part mm. of the thing where it's like, oh, okay, like I don't need to go get my car fixed immediately after I get my paycheck or I don't need to pay my rent right after I get my paycheck. So like what what would you recommend in that regard? Because I definitely have some sort of block of like keeping the money. Like why is that? You know, I haven't figured it out. You know, it's interesting that you say that because it's a very common thing and even sometimes something that I struggle with personally, even people that I know are very financially successful struggle with this. Okay. Um, it's literally that limiting belief of being able to keep it, of acknowledging that you are worthy of keeping it for yourself mm -hmm. instead of automatically spending it toward other things or involving other things or other people, et cetera. Um, so I would start by gaining, doing your best to gain clarity specifically. Now, that's just my kind of opinion. Um, but I would really center yourself in and really go within yourself and figure out specifically where you feel that's coming from, like gain clarity over that. Um, it could very well be that you could very well just have a limiting belief that you're you don't believe you don't feel worthy that you're able to keep this for yourself without the requirement of having to spend it on other things or other people, et cetera. Um, maybe you can even create a couple of thoughts, affirmations, affirmations, or whatever, whatever you feel like using that center around the idea of being able to keep it in continuous and consistent ways yeah. in a way that benefits you and everybody else involved. I like that. I think you nailed it on the head because <laughs> as soon as, you know, when somebody says something else and you kind of light up, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, that's what happened to me when you said keep it for yourself, because I think like I'm manifesting money to be able to take care of things, whether it's a, a, a person, car, material object, whatever it is. So it's like I can keep it for me. That's so awesome. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
the good, uh, it's good feeling. Yeah, look at you already dropping knowledge. All right, I am cured. Just wait for next it's week. A, <laughs> it's such um, it's a freeing feeling, you know. It's a, it's a really nice feeling. I've tapped into it a couple times. Um, there's a money affirmation that I sometimes listen to. I actually haven't in a while, but um, I did before. It's it's by Brian Scott, and um, it's a revamped version of an affirmation tape that he made a couple years back. And in one of the, it's a very long affirmation. It's a sleep tape, so it's got a bunch of things involved with it. I actually can't remember the full affirmation, but I know in that affirmation he specifically mentions that um, manifesting large sums of money on a consistent, continuous, in a consistent and continuous way that you can keep, mm-hmm. spend as you see fit, in a way that's going to benefit everybody. And and that's why, honestly, that's why I just brought it up because when you were meant talking about that, when you were mentioning that. That's the first thing that popped into my mind. And and that's something that I've connected with in my own way, on my own time. And it's a very powerful feeling to know that, wow, I can actually keep this. Like, I don't have to automatically just on other things. Like, it's a good feeling, you know? Yeah, that's definitely really powerful. And that just provided me with a lot of clarity. So for everybody who's listening, know that you can keep it for yourself. How cool. For sure. And it doesn't make you selfish because I think, you know, that can be another thing, too. Maybe I have a little bit of that where, like, whatever you're programmed with when you're younger, even like TV shows, you know, like keeping it. There's always like that that mental visual of um, the selfish, greedy boss, you know, Mm. and Mm. like that could be in there, too. Yeah, that could be in there, too. But like that doesn't feel as powerful in my my mind. But like I because I just thought of it, it probably lives there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel that. And, and you know, that's a good thing that you touched base on that, because I think that's very important, especially for everybody listening as well, is that even though it's in your awareness, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to influence your reality in a way that isn't that that uh is bad or anything quote unquote um because there's a lot of stuff that we have within our awareness and people f- are led to believe and feel sometimes that okay if this is in my awareness and i'm going to experience it at some point it's not always the case okay it's not always the case sometimes it can be such a faint thing mm-hmm. that there, there's not even any space or any room or anything for lack of a better word for it to materialize in this physical world like, for example, just to finalize it, um, like it may like every once in a while, right, you may have like a negative dream about money. Big whoop. That's that's exactly what I mean. But it doesn't have enough power for it to materialize in this physical world. So just be aware of that. If you guys really want to dig deep within yourself and really attempt to clear all of that out, you can. I'm just saying that you don't have to. You don't have to feel like that just because something's in your awareness automatically means that you're going to create it in your physical world is basically what I'm saying. No, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I think it's very easy, especially when you first come across this information to start assuming and then you accidentally grab on like mentally grab on to those negative thoughts and you're like trying to stuff them down but you're giving them more attention and more focus and it almost becomes like this OCD thing where you're like I have to like (laughs) push this down and like bury it and like never think about it again but you're giving it so much weight that like then you do end up 
possibly manifesting it. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. And it's, and I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because um, the whole suppression thing, and I can't recall if we talked about this a little bit last time, but um, if not, it's fine. Reminders are always helpful. The whole suppression thing is very, is very powerful because, you know, I posted a poll the other day on, um, I think it was YouTube and um, there was like 67 uh, like uh, what's it called votes or whatever and 28% of those people voted the question I asked is do you suppress your feelings and thoughts when they show up or do you ignore them and 28% of those people voted no like uh, yes they ignored them and I don't know what the exact number for that is off the top of my head but I can imagine that it's probably a little bit of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm viewing this and I'm like, okay, it's not a surprise because we have been taught as a human being for the most part, if you grew up in the Western civilization to just ignore it, just ignore it, just suppress it, pretend like it's not there, blah, blah, blah. But what people don't realize is what's happening when you do that is so astronomically messed up sometimes to the point where, it's like overflowing a cup to the point where it just right on down the um, side and in manifestation term is that cup pouring out and, and flushing on the side is basically you completely going bonkers throughout the day. And um, the thing is when you suppress yourself and you suppress your feelings and, and all of that jazz and you don't deal with it in a healthy way, you, suppress it you fill that cup up you fill that cup up and then you start noticing that you're getting triggered over the littlest things you're going bonkers over the littlest things that didn't really need to be you know going bonkers involving as well as you may unconsciously you may actually unconsciously end up impressing the mind with that exact feeling thought that you don't want to experience because you're suppressing it and if you suppress it you're continuously focusing on it in the sidelines most likely so that's why I always teach people to sit with their feelings when it comes up to the surface, sit with it, process it, feel yourself into it and allow it to pass and redirect the focus. Anything, anything is better than just ignoring it and pretending like it's not there. Right. How would you feel even too? this just came to my mind, like, you know, something maybe I want to do, but I don't know if this is really like something you guys do in this space is like, what if you maybe not put it down on on paper but you know come up with a list of fears and be like okay these are all my my greatest fears and then it kind of doesn't give it as much weight because it's like okay i acknowledge it now like now put it down <laughs> or what do you think of that we're we're in a, definitely in alignment right now because i actually suggest that as a homework assignment for clients sometimes i read your mind <laughs> yeah I suggest that as homework assignments um, sometimes clients, what I do, what I have them do, and what you guys could do too is you grab, get yourself calm and relaxed. You want to make sure you do this in a comfortable, calm and relaxed space because if you just hop into this, you run the risk of your ego being involved and um, you may end up reacting because mm-hmm. you're literally bringing fears up to the surface. So you want to get yourself calm. That's very important. The more calm you are, the less ego and resistance you have in the moment. So you're in this calm space and, and create a list, okay? Write out a list of all things. Just pick one subject, for example, love and relationships, and write out all of your fears, anything that comes to the surface. 
excuse me, beautiful thing is too, when you get yourself calm and relaxed, you increase your chances of those really, you know, deep down things coming up to the surface. So you create a list of, of all your fears. And let's say fear comes up where you don't feel worthy. Next to each fear you've written down, I want you to write out three to five affirmations that employ the opposite in whatever way you word it. And then I want you to spend time reciting those affirmations over and over and over again a couple of times, and then move on to the next one, and then move on to the next one. And by doing this, it may take a little time, not going to lie, may, you know, may take like 30 minutes, but that's fine. Because now you've found a way to kind of release a little bit the fears. You may have potentially come across some good affirmations that you can use on a consistent basis, and you're going to feel better. Oh, I love this. I'm so glad that like that just popped in my mind. I don't know if I read your mind or, or what, but that does feel very freeing just even hearing you talk about the exercise. Because when you don't hold as much weight to the fear or you at least acknowledge it, it kind of like... Oh, okay. Yeah. I already like went through it a little bit mentally. So now it's sure. not as, as great. It's, it's just there, but who says I have to experience it? Exactly. And another thing I want to bring up to wrap up the whole feeling into it aspect of things is because a lot of people have this fear in itself where they feel like that if they sit it through, they feel into it, that they'll recreate it. And mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you guys that that will only happen if you're dwelling on it. Okay, there's a difference between sitting through it, feeling into it and dwelling on it. Okay, you'll know you're dwelling on it. If when you quote unquote, supposedly sit with it, and it brings up even more resistance and more fear and makes you spiral even more. Because mm -hmm. if that's happening, that just means you're dwelling on it. There's a fine line and it does take some practice. But that's why I have people redirect the focus so they could get themselves into that positive flow. But what it means to sit with it is literally, it's kind of like in your life when everybody's had that moment where they've broken down, they started crying and it's overwhelming. You sit with it, you cry it out for like 5, 10, 15 minutes, but what happens after you feel better? But the, the problem is for people is yes, they feel better, but during those 5, 10, 15 minutes when they were crying, they were reaffirming something negative. Mm. Okay. That is what we consider dwelling on it. So to sit with it, you sit with it, you allow yourself to feel into it, take a couple deep breaths if you can, and do your best to redirect the focus at the same time. Right. I like how you're mentioning that there are these very subtle but very powerful distinctions between certain feelings and emotions because sometimes, at least for me, I can speak personally on this, is that I haven't recognized the differences until I move through those differences and then I can I can see it you know I'm one of those people that like I really have to experience certain things to it to really get it like I can have an idea and something recent in my life I recognized that um you know and I I, I think I spoke about this on the first episode with you but maybe not I, in my it was in my head regardless it's a, it's irrelevant um but I always grew up as as a fairly anxious person you know and it, that can be like passed down generationally like my the the matriarch lineage was always some some warriors and um I got a little bit of that and then something came up with uh my thought processes within the last couple months and I thought I had moved through most of the anxiety and when I was sitting there on the couch one day it like all clicked for me and I had this light bulb moment mm -hmm where I was like, 
okay, at this point too, this is just a habit that feels normal, but it Mm. no longer serves me. And then literally like, it's like somebody pulled it out and like threw it away. And it was like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. Like, it was really interesting. It was like knowing the distinction of like habitual patterns of thinking versus actually feeling a certain way. Right. Yeah, sometimes that's what it takes is a specific experience for you to have that realization slash aha moment. And then you move forward with more confidence and trust and faith and everything positive, really. And it happens to a lot of people. I think it happens to all of us, to be honest. I feel like every single person has that kind of experience at least once in their life. I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that because I can't, you know, I feel like humans too, we all want to think that we have super, super unique experiences. But if we all are tapping into what we can call the collective consciousness or, or information or whatever it is, it's, you know, they're unique to us, but that doesn't mean that for sure. nobody, nobody else has experienced something that they couldn't provide guidance with or help. For sure. 110%. 110%. Uh, we have similar experiences as human individuals, but it's never the same. Yeah. Um, it's funny, too, because based on this topic, like literally a day or two ago, I was working with a client. We were just going back and forth like 20 minutes involving um the idea of um what specifically was it um it was the idea of but what if someone has the same experience and i got to really thinking about it like can any two individuals have the same exact experience and i got to thinking i'm like my answer came i came to the conclusion of no um just because everybody has their own reality and everybody grew up in a different way. And although we may have grown up similar, similar in a similar fashion, um, I don't think it's exactly the same down to a T. I think there's going to be some kind of difference, whether it be, and even if it's not different in the physical, I feel like it's going to be different internally in some way, shape or form, even with the most simplest of things, such as experiencing a specific feeling, you got two individuals that experience the same feeling, their interpretations of said feeling are going to be different. Right. You know? Oh, this is so cool. Like we can really go meta yeah. with this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Cause even if, you know, say something you you're with somebody and you experience the same outside, you know, 3d reality experience of like, say you, go to the same park together you know you're gonna both be looking at that park differently even though it might be so incredibly beautiful to one person and then the other person's like oh it's it's beautiful but you know we, <laughs> we just might not know like exactly what somebody yeah. else is feeling so it's interesting i like that yeah, yeah absolutely and it's kind of just to finalize this as well um it's kind of like when people say like i'm totally against this i do not employ this um when other teachers and whatnot claim that you can do this in a wrong way mm-hmm. and like you can manifest in a wrong way. And, and I, the reason why I disagree with it is because of what I was just saying. Um, you know, everybody's experience is different. There are infinite versions of you, infinite versions of what you do, what you say, how you act realities and um, possibilities and everything underneath the sun. Right. Um, so there is no absolute, right or wrong way to go about manifesting if there are infinite ways to go about it um and that's just my personal opinion 
the only way that you'd be able to do something wrong, also, in my opinion, is if you truly think, feel, assume, believe that you are doing it wrong or can. But I more so employ the idea that there's infinite ways to go about it. So there is no absolute right or wrong way. It's completely subjective and it's completely going to be up to the individual and what's going on in their awareness in relation to it. I like that. This also brought up because you said infinite possibilities. Um, I'm not sure if I asked you this on episode one, but what is your feeling on like timeline jumping? Like, can we jump up and down into these different realities, you think? Or on some jumping? Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting topic for sure. Um, I I um, respectfully disagree with a lot of the ways that it's being taught. Um, but I do agree with a lot of the ways it's being taught as well. Um, the way I define it is um, you're going about your day. You have this urge, right, to check the 3D. So you're not a disciplined person. You're not a mindful person. You check the 3D and then you, you react, right? And you react, you react, react. You, you see something you don't want to see and it really triggers you. And then you react and start spiraling and it feels really crappy. And you remember for a split second, you remember, wait a minute, I'm beyond my thoughts. I'm stronger than my thoughts. I am the offer and power of my reality. So then you take a couple of deep breaths in the moment, right? And you fully immerse yourself for just a couple of minutes into the idea of me and my person have the most amazing marriage of my life. And then all of a sudden you start noticing, wait a minute, I'm not triggering. I'm not getting triggered anymore. I'm not reacting anymore. I'm not feeling shitty anymore. I feel happy. I feel content. I feel good. I feel like that this is the truth. Congratulations. You have successfully quantum jumped. It's funny. I started laughing when you were like, when you're like, I'm checking the 3D and then I'm spiraling. And it's like, I think every yeah. person can relate to that experience. Oh. Like when you do that and it's like, why the fuck did I do that? Excuse my language. Because that was just like, I knew better, you know? Oh, definitely. It, it happens to the best of us, but yeah, I mean, that that to me is what quantum jumping is. It's not the when I was saying I respectfully disagree with some of the ways it's being taught is some sometimes I'll see videos. I come across videos where people be like, OK, I want you to fully immerse yourself in the reality that you and your person are happily married and they're sleeping next to you. And then you'll wake and then they say that you can wake up and they'll be next to you. And I maybe that happens to some people, but. I think it's fair to say that that's probably not going to be the case for people that have been out of contact for like eight months, six months, three months, um, a year, a year and a half, et cetera. People that don't even really know the person, et cetera, you know? So um, that's kind of where it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, you know, people find what I just said as being limiting, but some people might define it as being the truth either, or I'm totally in agreement that it is the truth <laughs> yeah. for myself. I understand. I understand because I think I I have a similar way of looking at it too, where even though I do believe in the power of the unseen, I think that if I woke sure. up and somebody was in my bed, I would be like, oh my God. But that might be why it hey, feels what, unrealistic to me. <laughs> no. I'll, look at, I'll look at you. Yeah, Who are you? And then it'll take me a couple of seconds. But, oh, what the? F- how'd you get in my house? Right. That's like, that's. What? that's Genuinely, how someone probably react they'd they'd probably wake up and look at the individual and be like the f- who are you and <laughs> then and then come back hey how you doing but uh, i mean it's great to see you but how did you get in my house <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying 
And then it ultimately, if you have that, I, I liked what you said in episode one uh, with us where you were like, you know, manifesting the text doesn't guarantee that you're going to grow old with this person. So there's that other element to it, too, where it's like if they just end up in your bed, you're going to be like, oh, my God, my SP is kind of creepy. <laughs> you're going to you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, do I want you? Do I not? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how you my house, fam. Let's just start with that. <laughs> but um, that's a good point. That's a good point because, you know, manifestation is perfect. What you plant within the unlimited soil plot, as I like to call it, of the subconscious mind, uh, whatever you plant within the subconscious mind is passed along to your internal source for it to push out for you to physically experience. And if you impress the mind with getting like a text or even constant communication, I say to people, it's like, do not be surprised and don't complain if you don't get anything that goes beyond that because Mm -hmm. All you asked for and impressed the mind with was getting a text or constant communication. You did not ask for anything else. Even if you knew you wanted it, whatever you predominantly were assuming, involving in it, thinking is what you saturated your mind with and what you impressed your mind with. So that's why I always tell people, just dwell from the end, man. It's not that hard. If you really want it, you're going to be able to. Because people sometimes be like, well, it's hard for me to imagine that. And it's hard for me to connect with that. Trust me, that's your ego talking. Because if you have the listen, if you weren't ready to conceptualize it or visualize it or live from the end, you wouldn't be desiring it. You would not be desiring it. God would not be bestowing that desire upon you in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yo, take me to church, Joey, go on, take me to church because that is such a beautiful way to put it is that a lot of us, uh, want to dismiss those desires. Like, Oh, I want to see myself in this beautiful home with my significant person. And like, we're both financially stable or whatever it is. It's like a lot of people start to guilt themselves for wanting that. Like they think that they're selfish or they get all stuck in all these limited experiences with that. But like you said, I like how you said that if it lives in your heart and God impressed you with it, you know, it's there for a reason. You can, you can also like tweak it, you know? No, definitely, definitely, 100%, which you'll most likely end up doing as you continue going through the motion, um, you know, and even with people that I tell them, I'm like, start by gaining clarity over what you want and just be open to the fact that you may have more things come up down the line because you're probably never going to figure it out all in one setting or, or even maybe even after a couple of times, you know, um, that's a big thing, guys, please take care and get clear about what you want because I know with absolute trust and confidence that most of you guys probably don't know what you want fully. I tell people this all the time um, because it, to me, it really is the truth. I've worked with so many people. I've spoken to so many coaches and we as humans, we think we know what we want and we do to an extent, but it never goes beyond the surface. It never goes beyond the ego, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, please take care and make sure that what you're manifesting is something that you want the real you as opposed to your ego. Right. And that's a big distinct when you can get clear on when your ego's talking versus your, you know, higher self or whatever you want to call it, like so mm-hmm. life transforming. Oh my gosh. 100%. 100%. It's, it's so difficult at first, or at least for me, it was, I don't want to put that out there. Like, you know, it, it, it can be easy. That's how you should impress your mind. It's easy to distinguish between the ego and not the ego. Um, but when you finally realize too, like, especially when you start getting negative, like, Oh, 
the ego is talking right now. Like, I see what you're doing, buddy. You know, like <laughs> you're trying to knock me down a little bit. Like, <laughs> sure, you ain't your power today, man. Not today, don't get do back it. in line. <laughs> yep. Take Sometimes a step you gotta, back. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put yourself in check, man. You know, but you gotta be gentle with yourself because I oftentimes use this expression. Um, sorry if I keep looking around everywhere. I do that when I'm talking. That's <laughs> no, okay. Um, but, I do the same thing. You're good. Um, but yeah, when you really want to focus on putting your ego in check and disciplining it in a healthy way, do not be aggressive with yourself. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to kill the ego off, man. You know, don't do that. Don't argue with yourself or anything like that. Um, because the ego is very sensitive. It acts as a child. That's the mm. expression I I'm said it acts as a child. It gets very scared over little things. So if you argue with it, it's going to argue back naturally, just like a child would. If you um be like, oh, I'm gonna kill it off, kill it off. Why would you want to kill a part of yourself off? You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing is just learn to be gentle with yourself, discipline yourself in the same way that you would probably discipline or have disciplined a child. Mm -hmm. And speaking of children, this is something that I'm just thinking of right now because sometimes I'm an idea person. Um, but I could see this line of work as the future goes on of like really teaching children how to do this yeah. work so they don't have to get to like adulthood and then find out about it. And then, you know, I mean, that's fine too. Like we've all done it, but I'm mm -hmm. just starting to notice like if we can start teaching our children and kids how to learn these distinctions and being comfortable with who they are, what they desire and really honing it in from, you know, however young of an age and knowing what they're capable of. I see that as being sure. such a transformative thing for the future wow. in the world. How cool would that so beautiful. be? So beautiful. So beautiful. I, I am completely on board with that. And I have intentions for that as well. Um, you know, that's something I am really, really passionate about um wanting to do in my future um you know when i settle down i have kids one on i'm gonna make them manifestation beast oh yeah yep they're gonna be they're gonna be manifesting at a real young age <laughs> right like so, for some reason what popped into my head too was like the joey galat show and it's like a group of kids you know not, okay not phoebe buffet when like in friends when she's like singing to the kids and it's like telling them everything <laughs> whatever but it is kind of that like fine too because yeah, like there's funny singer. too because I, I, I am a good <laughs> I'm a good singer, so um oh. that's that's funny that you mentioned that. Well, look at that. Look, I'm just I'm like flowing so well right now. <laughs> I'm just reading your Definitely. mind. For sure. Yeah. It was, dude, I've had like five everybody is yourself pushed out moments during this call with you. It's it's insane. Okay. It still baffles my mind when it happens sometimes. Isn't it funny? So real quick, like not to go off topic because this is still the same topic, but last night I had a call um, with a girl named Tasha. I'm going to have her episode out soon, but that was happening every single moment as well. Like and yep. with this episode. And it was so funny because I, I told her after the episode, I was like, hi. So like, I don't want to be that person that like Every time you said something, I was like, me too. <laughs> but that's what was happening. And uh, yeah. we had a good laugh about it because it really is funny. And I've said it before on the show, like many times at this point, that this show has been so healing for me personally on so many different levels because whoever comes with an episode, like whoever I'm interviewing at the time, it's 
literally every single thing that I'm going through or thinking about or any of the above. And it's just like happened so naturally. And then I get people saying, oh, I listened to that episode. It's exactly what I've been going through. And I just find that so beautiful and and perfect. It's like today you brought in things that like I'm thinking about too. Like you said, health and finance. I'm like, I'm on that wave as well. You know, it's just so beautiful. It's so cool. It's uh very interesting how it happens, but it's very natural. You know, you don't really realize it until after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But, um, oh. This has been great. Definitely a great discussion. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed this one. We love having Joey Gallant on, guys. Of course, we're meeting our hour mark, which always happens so fast. Like, if you want an hour to go by quickly, then jump on a podcast episode. I'm not really sure what that's sure. about, but it's beautiful sure. in its own right. And so, again, for everybody who is new to Joey Gallant, didn't hear the first episode, where can people find you? Um, you know, where can they get coaching from you? Uh, all of the above. Sure. Well, um, my handle is pretty much the same everywhere um, across YouTube, uh, Instagram, which is here. <laughs> well, actually, what I'll probably be posting it to is, but it's I am God LOA. Um, so it's the same on YouTube, Instagram, um, TikTok. Um, TikTok's my main platform. And if you guys desire like one on one coaching, I do have very affordable rates. And you can reach out to me on, um, you, you can reach out to me wherever you want. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Um, I'm in the process of getting websites, so I don't have a website yet. But yeah, feel free to reach out to me if you guys are interested. And uh, definitely a pleasure to be on here again. Well, I'm so happy to have you on the flip side again because it's always a beautiful experience talking to you. And I think, I think that I want to mention for everybody who does want to end up uh, contacting you is that Joey is one of those people that like he puts me to shame because I'm really bad at texting and like anytime that I need to talk to Joey he's like right there and willing and I'm like I think that's such a beautiful thing especially with the work that he does is that he's always thinking about other people he's always ready to help and so I definitely recommend him as any type of coach law of assumption work or friend that you might need so thank you again Joey for being on here at the flip side we love having you and come back anytime Absolutely. You guys have a beautiful rest of your night or day. And thank you so much for having me. I love it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside <laughs> out. And again, we had Mr. Joey Galan on the show today. Bye. Bye-bye.